afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and joining me tonight in the producer's chair is Kyle Dodson. Kyle, how are you doing? I'm good. Kyle, you uh, you came in, I asked you if you wanted a beer, and you said you've been drinking all day. Uh, yeah, I was drinking earlier today. How many drinks did you have? I just had one, but I didn't but eat a lot That's not today. drinking all day. Well, but I drank right before I came. Was, that a, was I that a 72-ounce beer no. that you were nursing no, all day? No, no, no. What did you have to drink? Uh, Please tell me a bottle of scotch. <laughs> no, it was, just a, it was just a beer that was like 10% alcohol. Oh, no, that's a lot. What's yeah. a normal beer is usually what? Uh, Don't touch his beer. Like five. Five? Oh, so this was like five. double was the like alcohol. Double, yeah. And you, and you weigh how much? 110, 115. Okay, so you're loaded right now. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I want to introduce our, we, we have a guest slash co-host. Yes. This guy has traveled all the way from Switzerland, and I would love to say that he's only here to do this, but he's here on business, and then we fit this in. He's uh, His name is Frank, and I hope I'm going to try. I'm going to say this is how he told me to say it, beer nut. Spot on. Frank, how are you doing? I'm, I'm exceedingly well. You know, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's great. You know, I'm a little jet-lagged as mm-hmm. I flew in uh, yesterday. Yesterday. If, if today's Saturday. How long is the flight from Switzerland? Uh, 12 hours. 12 hours. It's 12-hour flight. You know, we've got a nine-hour nine time difference. I'm going to tell you about Frank. Frank, how, t- how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Frank is 6'3". He's got his head completely shaved. And he looks... In his pictures on Facebook, he looks like what, Kyle? Like a Bond villain. He looks like a James Bond villain. I do. Is that, is that because of the looks or because you know that my, my, my roots are German? Because that you, that you it's think... The, it's the looks. There's a couple where it's you have like... It actually looks like a Dr. No jacket on too. <laughs> oh my God. And you make like a se- very serious faces. Okay. Like I thought when you walked in you were going to be all serious, but you're not. You're, you're a friendly, happy guy. I am. Yeah. I am. I try to be. I now, try to be. Now, for, now the reason Frank's here is because um, Kyle and I write for a website called Pop Culture Beast. A couple of months ago, uh, the guy who runs that uh, website, Garen Cockrell, wanted to uh, upgrade the site so that he could compete with the other sites like that out there. So he did a Kickstarter, and one of the incentives was uh, to co-host Rock Solid and pick the topic. And Frank, living in Switzerland, you did that. And you've also donated. You donated uh, like a big chunk of change once to to this podcast, and I appreciate that. It's it was my it was my pleasure. You know, I'm listening to you guys. You know, every week. You know, so it was just it was it was the least thing I could do. How did you find this show? That's what I want to know. When people from other countries say they listen, I it blows my mind because I don't even know how you would find this. What ha- who, what happened? What were you searching? Where did it- let me try, let me try to recall? Um, so I've been I've been promoting actually how to. Or, and demonstrating uh, and telling people how to produce podcasts okay. since 2000 and I don't know when the first Garage Band came out. You know, it may, may, may have been 2002, 2003 or this. I've been talking about, you know, this is easy. You know, everything that you need or all that you need, you know, is basically a Mac and, and, and Garage Band or yeah. Garage Band. And, and, and that's it. It's so easy. Look at this, you know, and you can publish it and hell. So, but I've never been into listening to, to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And... Then I kind of like what, what was that? I yes, I I heard um, Jimmy Pardo. Okay, I heard Jimmy Pardo somewhere on on the web or on YouTube and say, mm-hmm. hmm, 
maybe he has a podcast. So, and, and I, through Never Not Funny, um, I came to Rock Solid. At that time, it was Rock Solid, you know, uh, was it? Never Not Funny presents present, Rock Solid. Present, right? pre yeah. Presents Rock Solid. Yeah. And I listened to that and I said, well... You know how how could I've how could have coped you know without this you know it was just it was no it was just it was just it was just amazing you know oh that's very nice of you to say it's no it's just the truth you know so the the whole musical knowledge and and it was just and the entertainment you know I'll just love it you know and since then you know I've been promoting it you know all everybody who wants to hear it and doesn't want to hear it you know <laughs> we we appreciate that that's that's yeah we get a lot of listeners because uh, never not funny is very wide reaching they have a gigantic audience so uh, yes I, I imagine. Imagine many, many, many of our listeners came from uh, from Never Not Funny. Well, I'm glad you're here. Uh, you also got to pick the topic. Yes. And before we started to record, uh, I I asked if the person uh, within our topic tonight uh, was your favorite, and you said you actually have three favorite recording artists. So tell us who the three are. That is correct. So um, the the first one, obviously, you know, is the one that we're talking about today. One of the recording artists yes. that we're talking about today. Uh, his name is Frank Zappa, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the th second one would be the Who. Oh, I love the Who. And the third one is <laughs> the Clash. And the Clash, I like the Clash. The so, Clash is the Clash does a lot of different. I, I like some of it, but they do so many different things. Like, like when I first, when I just really started to get, I just really got into their whole catalog, you know, about two years ago, yeah. and I thought I was going to hear like hardcore like punk on every album and they know it's like it's like on the first album over you know, the, 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 the clash the clash mm -hmm. you know you have you have hardcore punk you know yeah. really you know just you know, just uh, a couple of uh, uh, chords and 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 off they go but then if you look at london calling or sandinista even mm -hmm. or give them enough rope you know it's just it's just you have beautiful tunes in there yeah. you know it's just uh, it, it is amazing or even uh, uh, even on combat rock you mm -hmm. know you have overpowered by funk i don't know if you've heard yeah this, yeah yeah you know, no it's no just, it's fantastic yeah no, i didn't uh, yeah combat rock because i i love you know, I love Should I Stay or Should I Go? And I love Rock the Casbah. And then the rest of it isn't really like those two songs. No, 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 not It's at like all. all over the place. Not at all. But no. London Calling is my favorite one. Is it? I is do it? like that one. What do you like? What's your favorite one? Um, it's probably the first one. Mm -hmm. So The Clash, because, you know, it was the first one, you know, that, yeah. I, that I ran into and, and listened to. So it has some memories, yeah. you know, some, some, you know, when I... Was basically, you know, coming of age, you know. Yeah. So, hey, uh, this is this is you know, angry young man, and, and this is this is one of the reasons, you know. Maybe I I, I was thinking about, you know, why is it Zappa, mm -hmm. the Who, and the Clash? Yeah, you know. And I thought, right now, these these are pretty much pretty much not in the same vicinity. Mm -hmm. You know, they're 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 different drawers, and basically, Zappa without constructing constructing anything, Zappa is is engineering music. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of emotion in there, but it's, yeah. he's, he's, he's an engineer. You yeah. know, he's a composer as composer can be. And then you have the who, you have, you have Pete, and mm -hmm. he, this is all emotion. This, yeah. is, this is him. Yeah. And, and then you have the clash, and this is angry young men. <laughs> and and this is this is this is basically you know that, that, that talks to me. Right. Um, there Are is, you an angry young man, Frank? Is that what I, you're trying to say? I, I can be. I'm an angry old man. Are you? Are you? But but you look, but, but you look beautiful. Oh, you know, for you. just you know for thank an old so man as you, as you call yourself. Thank you, you know, no, that's it's, no, it's just telling the truth. So, and there's a great there's a great documentary about um, the what they call it on BBC. It's it's on YouTube or in the mm -hmm. BBC uh, archives, which is about the the art or the bands that mm -hmm. came from London art schools, um, like Roxy Music and Queen uh, and. Did Queen come from London Rock uh, Art Schools? I know they always, they always say they went to university. 
might have, might have been a different occasion. Might have been a different okay. Yeah. So and uh, but uh, the specials and, okay. and all of this and and also also the uh, also the clash. And you should look at that because it's 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 amazing. And in one of those episodes, you see there is there is about the clash, and they they, they show the audience, mm-hmm. and there is Shane McGowan of the Pokes in the audience. That guy's got some teeth. It's, but but he is, isn't he one of the greatest entertainers ever? You mm-hmm. know, and performers. You know, it's just yeah. amazing. You know, but but it's it's just a random shot into the mm-hmm. audience, and there is Shane McGowan. And at that time, it wasn't Shane McGowan of the Pokes. It was just was Shane a, McGowan. A fan. It was a fan. Yeah. So it was great. It was great. Did, um, did, you, did you ever get to see uh, uh, The Clash live? Never. And I don't want to talk about it because it's just, you know, it hurts. It really hurts. I, I know because there's a few. I never saw the Ramones. I never saw Queen. Oh. And it's, it's rough. It, did you, you've seen The Who. No. Never saw The Who? Not even, in, not even in these later incarnations. Here's the story. Um, so the first time I saw The Who was uh so my parents were gone oh so you did they no, passed no, no, away no 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 so uh <laughs> my my mother yes but no, no. okay <laughs> no. but that is a different whole okay. different i didn't story. know what i didn't you said your parents were gone and i, I just went oh they they I, passed away i'm sorry you know i i put that wrong you know okay. so they say so they went out on a night you know on a, on a, you know okay so first i'm coupling you know, okay. so i was i was i was home alone on a date mm-hmm. i was home alone and at that time there was a um a german a music show. It was it was called Rock Palast. Rock Palace. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. I, uh, yeah, Cheap Trick was on there. It, it, true, true, true. Yeah. And, everyone uh, was on there. Everyone was on there. So and uh, that that special show. It was um, the Who wow. and Grateful Dead. Wow. And um, one so, of those bands I would want to see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so and the Who at that time, you know, it was one of the first con- concerts after uh, after uh, Keith died, mm-hmm. and uh, so. Was uh, uh, Kenny Johnson drums, yep. and the first song I ever heard of the Who actively heard, you know, recognizing right, that right. the Who song was was "You Better You Bet." That you know, now let me tell you something. That's the first Who song that I ever like that got me into the Who. And let me tell you something: I didn't hear the Who's version when I was in high school. Uh, four of the guys who played instruments played "You Better You Bet" no. at at like a, at like an assembly. And I was like, what is that song? That's an amazing song. And I go, yes. that's Who. It's on their new album, Face Dances. So that was the first, my first introduction to the, the Who was by some guys that could barely play the song. But I still was like, that's a great song. It is. That's the, hysterical. The whole, the whole album is just, it's just fantastic, Face Dances. You know? And I think it's underrated. You know? it's, I think both of those, um, those uh, Kenny Jones albums are underrated. And I think, I don't know, I don't know, I think just because Keith was gone and I don't yeah. know where they're supposed to just stop recording. I don't know. But I think, and I like Face Dances better than of the two, but I agree with you. That, that's a great album. Yeah. So, but I'm going to see the Who, or I'm going to see Peter, and, uh, Pete, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and Roger this summer in well, in Hyde Park. Well, I've oh, that's great. When are they playing there? Uh, they're playing in June. Uh, I believe it is 26th or 7th of June. So it's 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 the Hyde Park. Oh, I'm going to miss Kuala that by Kuala. like two and a half weeks because I'm going to be in London in July. Okay, like the 11th. So I'm just gonna miss it. Okay, so I'm 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 in London in July as well. You know, you let me know because you know I'm I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm London pretty frequently. Oh, cool. So it's gonna be it's gonna be the Who, and mm-hmm. it's going to be Paul Weller. So of, nice. uh, of the Jam, the jam. So, and uh, one of Mike so Siegel's it, favorites. Is is it? Yeah, he loves the know. Jam. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fantastic. You know, yeah. I've been a mod. I've been a mod. You know, so with <laughs> scooter and you know just mirrors and, and all of it. So, and two days before mm-hmm. that, I'm in Hamburg, my 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 hometown. Yeah. 
uh, and with my with my best friend, uh, with my best female friend, we're going to see, and I'm I'm openly admitting that, Billy Idol. I just saw Billy Idol. How was last that? week? How was we it? We just I, talking about it before you came in. He's great. He's really having fun. He sounds he sounds great. His voice is great. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I don't care for is when they sing Moni Moni. Yeah. He sings the the get laid get fucked thing. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I would rather not hear Moni Moni. Yeah. I'd rather hear another Generation yeah. X or another Billy Idol song. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, he was really good. Put it on a really good show. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be in the open air in Hamburg uh, nice. in the uh, Stadtpark. And uh, so that's it's, great. So my 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 best friend, she is she is a Billy Idol fan, you know. Since so, you oh, know, we've we've been we've been dating for thirteen years. So okay, so we, we've been knowing each other for for date romantically. Yes. And where does she live? Uh, she lives in Hamburg. And you, so whenever you find time to get together. Yes. Yes. I, although she's never been to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in Switzerland for eight years now and she's never been there. Well, what's wrong with her? And I, I've, no, I've, no, I've no idea. Well, I've let's no idea let her listen to this and tell her that I'm angry Oh, oh, so, oh yeah, I'll, What I'll, is her I'll name? Her what's her, what's her Yuta. first name? Yuta. Yuta. Yuta, yeah. So, that's a very nice name. It is. And she, she, oh, she, she, she's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if she's 13 years nice, that's great. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was great. You know, it was, uh, yeah. So I've seen The Who, um, yes. and um, I, I've never, I, I've only ever seen Pete and Roger because um, John Entwistle died, like, I think about two weeks before I had tickets to see them. And um, but Pino Palladino's great on bass. Yeah, he's he doesn't play like John Entwistle. So, but uh, but Zach Starkey on drums it, is a killer. It it I saw I saw he a couple is of clips amazing. About he is he is amazing. He yeah. plays very much like a Keith sounding drummer. He's good. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, to see the Who in that original incarnation before Keith got a little bloated and. Everything would have been amazing, but still, you know, it, it, when he was bloated, you know, like on "Who Are You," yeah. you know, when he, when they had to sit him sit him on that stool, you know, with the and with tape the, the headphones on his head so he yeah, could hear. You no, know, and is so, and but still, he was amazing in that. Yes, you know, just, I know. If just if you just if you uh, um, separate the drums, mm-hmm. you know, just listening to the drums on "Who Are You," you know, it's just you go, wow. No one played drums like. I mean, it, it's even when you watch him, it's almost like you you can't even believe. How he plays drum? No one plays like that. No, no one can play like that. No, no. It's it's uh, he played without a hi hat. Yeah, and uh, the, I, don't, I don't know where he picked that up. You know, he picked up from someone mm-hmm. um, the, the the two bass drums. Yeah, and um, there is a documentary about the Who where Roger basically, you know, he's in a, in a, in a recording studio yeah. and he's on the sound desk. And he's 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 uh, separating the drums, you know. And yeah. right now, listen to this. What he does there is he follows the vocals rather than the guitar, and he doesn't lay out the the, the rhythm. He basically mm-hmm. is one of the lead instruments. It's just fantastic. You yeah. Know? And, and Roger is so excited about you know hearing hearing Keith play. You know? Yeah. It's just that's why Kenny. They got rid of Kenny because Roger just didn't. He was too straightforward of a yeah. drummer. Roger yeah. just did not like his live drumming at all. No. So. No. Uh, well, let's get it. Well, this is, uh, I don't know if what else, which, what else should we ask Frank? Has he answered it all? How you've been in Switzerland? How long? For eight years. I've been in Switzerland. For you eight work years, for yeah. Apple. I do. What do you do? What's your job title? Um, my job title is business development manager enterprise. How, so, long, how long have you worked for Apple? Uh, 12 years. So, uh, eight years in Switzerland and four years as a contractor for Apple Europe. That must be pretty cool. It is. It is. So you know when all the new upgraded gadgets are going to come out before people know. Well, no, no, no. no but there's 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 a couple there's a couple of people that know. 
Mm-hmm. And and then then there is the rest, you know. And <laughs> and it's you know we can we can read some of the signs, you yeah, know, the internal signs. Mm-hmm. But basically, we don't have a clue. And and all of a sudden, ta da! Here it is. But you've been there a while, so it must be a great company to work for. Oh, it's for. fantastic! It really is. It really, it's for me, for me, and it's always you know from 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 a very very individual perspective. You know, yeah. for me, it's the place to be. You know, so oh, that's great. Just. Uh, so, and especially with the job that I do, you know, it's just, uh, it's fantastic. All right. Well, let, let's get into the topic now. Great. Now, um, initially you wanted to play Frank Zappa songs and you wanted to try to convince me to like Frank Zappa. Yes. And you told me that I would try to convince you to like Bruce Springsteen. Yes. But then you told me that oh, no you hate Bruce Springsteen oh. so much that I could not even ever That's, do it. I put, hate is a strong word. Okay. You know, it just, I, I, I tried to try to not hate anyone, you right. know, but it's, it's close. No, it is, you know, <laughs> I, and I don't know where that is, you know, and I've yeah. tried for years, mm-hmm. you know, because a couple of my friends, you know, are, do like Bruce Springsteen, yeah. you know, and they were trying to, Let's say to 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 present to deliver Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. in, a, in a manner to me, you know. They said, no, "No, you should like this. You know, this is your type of your <laughs> pattern of music." Yeah, you know, look at this. No, it isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> it really isn't. And 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 as I uh, as I said, you know, um, when when we talked before before the recording, one of the reasons really is, you know, and it's it's stupid, mm-hmm. you know, but this is what what it is, you know, it's that visual that mm-hmm. I have from from We Are the World, you know, when. When Bruce, you know, comes up to the microphone, you know, and from down under into the microphone and go, I, 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 just, I just don't like that. I just don't like that picture. And from then, you know, it yeah. went wrong with us. You know, there is something yeah. broken between Bruce and myself, you know, but I don't mm-hmm. know if he knows. No clue. Well, I can tell you, I can name, I'm going to name, I can name five of my friends that are diehard Springsteen fans, like to the max. I'm going to name it's, it's uh, Matt Holt, Brad Wilhelm. Um, it's Pete Schwaba, it's Bobby Tessel and, uh, and, and, and Matt Harris. These guys love Bruce. They love everything he does. He can do no wrong. You can't tell them any differently. Now me, I love Bruce too. I own every album. I, I've, I've seen him many times in concert. I buy his albums day of release, but I'm not the kind of fan that just can say oh, everything's 10 out of 10. Yeah. I definitely have had problems with some of Bruce's recent stuff. When someone says I can't get into Bruce Springsteen, I totally understand that. But uh, even though I love him, but yeah, these, those five guys I named, they are just, no, he's the best. He's the best ever. They probably don't like me. It's it's just although they don't know uh, me, Frank, I, just, I don't even like you. Yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's, you know, and, 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 and it's understand, understandable. Yeah, it's, it's understandable. But uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like. I like. I like fans that love their artists, but they can also say, "Yeah, that one wasn't so great," or "Oh, that's, this one was a little missing." Because that's. I think that's a truer fan when you don't want want your want your people you like to get away with anything. Like Rolling Stone will give Springsteen a five star review. Boom! Out of the gate. I don't even think. I think they just have a, a robot that just five stars. Bruce five stars. But um, so since you so since you didn't uh, didn't think I could convince you to like Bruce, and I don't think I could either. Uh, you said I should just play uh, some some great Cheap Trick songs, and yes, you'll please. play some great Frank Zappa songs. Yes. Are you familiar with Cheap Trick at all? Um, I wouldn't say familiar. I, mm-hmm. I know a couple of the, the, their songs. You know, yeah, they're hits and, probably. And a couple of hits. Yes, yes, because because Cheap Trick wasn't that huge right. in in Germany. You know, mm-hmm. and I was I was born and raised in Germany. Yeah. Um, so it was at at that time. You know, when we started listening to mm-hmm. to rock music. Yeah. Uh, it was. Um, 
um, I want you to want me. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was that was that was huge. You know, huge. Every, every, everyone played that. You know, who's this? You know, it, it's it, it's it's cheap trick. Oh, who are they? You know. Yeah. So and then then we started listening to this, but it never it never stuck. You know, but yeah. I never I never never hated them. Right. I never never, I never didn't like them. Right. You know, it was it was just hey great, but. But what, whatever, up. yeah. And and for me, I'm a. Uh, that's my favorite band, and I could, I could, uh, I would be fine with not he ever hearing. I want you to want me again because it's just that. It's just like okay, we get it. Sometimes I've seen them when they open with it, and I love when they open with it because I'm like, yeah, yeah. let's get it out, let's of get out of the way. Yeah. But we were talking about that Rock Palace show. Yeah. And uh, if, for me, as a Cheap Trick fan, I have that on a bootleg DVD, yeah. and that's one of the best set lists that they ever played they played like 25 songs and they went like deep 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 album cuts i mean i love that i mean i i wish that would get released officially because it is fantastic the show they did and i think it was in 1983 could be yeah, yeah. could be yeah maybe they were on more than once but the 1983 yeah. one's the one i'm thinking yeah. of yeah. so tonight you are gonna play are these your favorite frank zappa songs or just ones that um Ones that you think people should hear and love. It's, here's here's what I did, you know, mm. I, I, because you know you said a couple of times on the show, you mm. know that um, I don't, Murray played a song uh, and I can't remember what that was. I think mm. it was it was two shows two shows uh, ago mm. of Zappa where he said this this is a nice tune. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, so what I what I was trying to do is mm. first of all just, just to give you an idea of, of my of my Frank Zappa world, yeah. you know some. Um, I don't I don't know if I have any popular. Mm -hmm. I don't have Bobby Brown on this list. So, that's, and that's from Sheik Your Booty. That is that is exactly from that. So, and I don't have that on here. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, I have I have a couple of my favorites, but mm -hmm. I also have it's not ear candy, especially for you. you right. know, but I have some stuff where I said, yeah, maybe that is uh, a trigger for you to. I am uh, willing to learn and listen. How many albums does Frank have? How many studio albums do you know? It's got to be thirty in the thirties, forties. It's more depending on you know what 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 you look at as a studio album. For example, you know what you look at Chiki Brody as a studio album. Um, there is a couple of studio songs, mm -hmm. just re studio recorded songs yeah. on there, but there is also live songs live with over with overdubs. Hmm. And uh, so there, there is, there is a, a number that's or two numbers that's floating around. You know, some of these are like seventy three, oh and God. some is one hundred and five. You know, if you call, um, if you, if you count the bootlegs mm -hmm. in, into that as well. If so. we don't count the bootlegs, do you own all those albums? Um, in some all, form, almost. Almost all of them. That's yes. in, that's yes. insanity. And the, so much music. It is so much. It is so much music, and it is so much so much stuff to um, to, to get explore. In your, yeah, and to get in your head. Y yeah, but you know, so, some of the stuff you just just hear once, and some of the stuff you you, you have on heavy rotation. All, yeah, yeah. You know, I I had a phase where where I listened to Zappa only. You know, and that was basically three or mm -hmm. four years. You know, only because you know I, I thought. The rest of the music, although brilliant, mm -hmm. doesn't come close to to his geniality. You know, yeah. to to what he what what he does. So it was, it was only him. It was mm -hmm. fantastic. It was See, here's my thing with Zappa is, is like, um, I totally respect him. Anyone who puts out that much material and is trying to do stuff and and be different, I totally respect it. For me, I'm such a like a just a just a verse chorus. I want to rock in the car. I want to sing in the car. And sometimes to me, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, Frank seems like it's a little more uh, of a chore maybe to get into. E, true, true. Yeah. You know, there, there is some... Maybe there, I'm too dumb to like it. Maybe <laughs> that, that's... And I don't mean that. I, I, I actually mean that. I mean, I really... When I think of people that really love Zappra, I think of people that are 
smart people. Like, I don't think, <laughs> no, seriously, I don't think like just a dummy like Frank Zappa. I really think like someone who's intelligent is the kind of person who can get into that. That is very true, so I'm, I'm, that is, that But is, Murray know. likes Frank Zappa. Well, there are exceptions okay. to the uh, rule. Are, I was gonna, I was gonna say, and I'm a guest in the studio, yes. so I wouldn't say that you're that you're 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 stupid, right? But maybe that is closer to to, to yeah. What I'm it just is. Mean, I, I think I, no, 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 like um, just saying, it, just it's, saying. It's high highbrow. I don't know. Yeah. What do you got? Let's hear. I'm letting you go first. I know you have you have a bunch of songs to play, so I let's do. play it. I do. So. Um, what, I, what the first the first song is the first song from Frank Zappa mm-hmm. that I ever heard that I ever heard um, and knowing it was Zappa mm-hmm. and uh, so I heard you know my uncle my uncle who's only 11 years older than I am mm-hmm. always talked about a guy named he's German too obviously you know and uh, he always talked a guy uh, about a guy named Zappa. <laughs> so really you know you know, get, you know delivering it German right yeah Zappa Zappa is great. Um, and I didn't know who he was, you know? Yeah. So, and then I was with my, with my oldest friend, with Oliver, I was on a skiing vacation mm-hmm. in Kaprun, which is in Austria in Salzburger Land. And we met a couple of guys there who were also there. And, uh, now, I was, was that where you guys tried to murder James Bond? Yes. Yes. That was, okay. that was, that was, that was the up, first up, time up on the mountain, okay. up on the mountain, you know, in the lair, you know, just, you know, <laughs> so, and, um, and one, one of them had at that time, you know, there was, it was, I was 12. And he he brought his record player and and a record you know one of these mono record players yeah, yeah. you know with with the speaker in the uh, uh, in the in the top case so and what you hear now are the first notes of of that caught me mm-hmm. into into Zappa all right well this is terrible Kyle Any, anytime soon. <laughs> It was the blackest night, there was no moon inside. You know the stars ain't shining cause the sky's too tight. I heard the scary wind, I seen some ugly trees. There was a werewolf walking along the side of me. I'm leaning on bed, you know I ain't no sissy. Got a big titty girl in <laughs> So, that song is called Titties and Beer. And, <laughs> and uh, never heard of it? I did hear. I have okay. heard of Titties and Beer. Okay, so Titties and Beer, and it's from an album, Life in New York, okay. uh, which was recorded in '74 in uh, uh, in New York mm-hmm. uh, during Halloween. It was a two day concert, yeah, um, and uh, with a, with a great lineup of musicians. You know, Frank always had fantastic, yes. fantastic musicians. You know, and yeah, his Terry tr- Bozio and Ter- Steve Vai, and uh, who else has played with him? So um, many people. Uh, so many people. Uh, Chad Weckerman, yes. uh, Scott Tunis, yep. uh, um, Peter Wolf, Ed mm-hmm. Mann, um, Bobby Martin, and Ike Willis, uh, Ray White. Yeah, fantastic. So. Um, this song, Titties and Beer, now, it, it, it is basically about, you know, a motorcycle yeah. man, and he, all of a sudden, you know, his beer and his girlfriend are gone. And it is, it is the fault of the, of the devil. Yeah. And the devil being played by Terry Bozio. Mm-hmm. And Terry Bozio on drums. Now, I have a second cue on that one. And that whole song is, you know, it goes into a scripted dialogue between, between Zappa and Bozio on drums. And by the way, Bozio must have been like a, a kid back then. I mean... 23-ish. Yeah, I mean, he must have been... Like, yeah, crazy. And on that same album, you know, if you listen to that album, mm-hmm. you know, if, did, did you hear of The Black Page? Which is a drum solo. I don't know. It's I've called heard the, the Black Page. I love drums. It's called the Black Page. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's called the black page because it has so many notes on that page oh my that, God. that the page is black, you know? So it, 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 Terry Bozio, amazing. So what is amazing about this is mm-hmm. that, it, so there's a, a part scripted dialogue mm-hmm. and, and, but then Frank starts to improvise. Okay. Now, if you listen to this, listen to what, what, what Frank says and then listen to what Terry says and listen to the hi-hat. Terry, although being caught off guard mm-hmm. by, by Frank, never loses the hi-hat. And I, I don't understand how he does it. All right, let's listen to it. To me, old devil, uh-huh. I'm only interested in two things. Yeah. See if you can guess what they are. I would think, uh, let's see, maybe... Here's the hi-hat. Uh, well, I'll give, you, I'll give you two and, clues. Uh, let's see. Uh, Let go of your pickle. What? Let go of your pickle. I'm not holding my pickle. Well, who's holding your pickle then? I don't know. <laughs> She's at an audience. Hey, Dale, would you like to come up here and hold my pickle to satisfy this weird man out here on the stage? You're probably wondering why we call it a pickle. So I, I found that. Now that's from Dale Bozio of Missing Persons. That's <laughs> Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, true. Okay. So, um she's yeah. going to come hold his pickle. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so, and this is um I found that from the beginning I found that fascinating mm-hmm. that Bozio never loses the hi-hat. It's just a natural timekeeper. It is. It's just in his blood. It's just it's just in there in his know? DNA, it's, just it's, DNA, you know, just it's, it's, yeah, so that, I found that I found that fascinating. So, how did you pick up on that? I I, I mean as a kid, how did you I I was see at me as a kid, I would just yeah. be going. That girl's gonna come hold his dick. That's was, what I would be. That's what I would be thinking. And you're thinking that's because you're dumb. I know because I'm stupid. And Frank's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. We had to look up, you know, what they were actually talking about. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, I was, I was twelve as I said, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and I had English in school for that for two years, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I, I didn't know what they were talking about. You know, there's that, that was slang, you know, so, yeah. we, so we're, no internet at that time. No. So where do we look it up? What, 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 what do we do? You know, so we're trying, oh, this is what they're talking about. Ooh, that's nice. So, and, and then I began, then I began, you know, I, I was listening basically mm-hmm. to that album and to that song. Yeah. It was on heavy rotation. You know, my, my parents freaked out because, you know, it was on my stereo, you know, for, 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 for weeks and months, you know, the whole time. And, and so this is when I picked up, you know, getting out of all of the details, you know, in the song and always, he never loses that hi hat. How does he do that? <laughs> I think this is so cool that as 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 a, a, a young uh, preteen that you got into this sophisticated uh, musicality of, of Frank Zappa and uh, and and you just you just got into that and you know this isn't twelve year old Pat listening to Love Gun that's for dummies. <laughs> Trust me, go to a Kiss concert now. You'll be it's loaded with dummies. I saw you there once, Kyle. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, my 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 setups now for my songs are going to be so generic and pedestrian. It's gonna it's it's gonna be awful because you are really getting into it, Frank. And then you share the first name with Frank Zappa. Oh, I do, I do. Isn't that, that great? That is great. What's your middle name? Thomas. Frank Thomas. I don't like that. No, 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 me neither. You know, basically, you know, at that time, it was basically a Frank and Thomas were the most, the two most common names, you know, for, for, for boys my age. And you got them both. And I got them both. You know, it was, it was in the class, you know, it was, you know, when the teacher called up Frank or Thomas, you know, it was basically, you know, me and eight other guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I got to play a cheap trick song. This is gonna be, now this is going to be boring. 
what I did was I just went through, I just went to my iTunes library and I typed in Cheap Trick and then I just scrolled through the albums and I pulled like one song. I didn't pull one song off every album, but I just, I'm like, oh, I bet no one's heard this song. I'll play this song. So that's what I did. So this is from their 2006 album called Rockford, which I think is one of their best albums. I love the album cover. I love every song on it. It's a nice uh, piece of pop rock. And this song is called This Time You Got It. to the chorus. You know, I have no big explanation about that. I can't say. He never loses the hi hat. I'll tell you what, no, Buddy, no, no, Buddy no. Carlos never he never drops his sticks. No, he holds his sticks. They hold their instruments the whole time. They don't <laughs> drop them. Um, and now I'm disappointed that I led with that one. I don't think that was a great one to lead with. What do you think, Kyle? No, I like I that know. song, but it wasn't a good one to lead with. No, no. It's, I, I think it's great. I think it's great I because think you're being sarcastic. No, no, I'm no, I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm just. I'm. I'm, I, I'm German. You know. I'm, I'm honestly. I, I give it in your face. You know, right away. They're going to get better, though. I'm excited. They're going to get better. Uh, that's great. That's great. Tell me about the lineup. A cheap trick. Uh, Robin Zander on lead vocals. He's my, one of my favorite singers. Okay. Really, if I have to pick two, if I have to pick my two favorite rock singers, it would be. I'll just pick a girl and a guy, even though that might be sexist. But Chrissy Hind, I love yeah, Chrissy oh yes. Hind, oh yes. and I love Robin Zander because they can both still sing. They both sound phenomenal. They still sound, you know, as good as ever. Yeah. And I think that's because they've never stopped. Mm-hmm. I think these people that stop singing for two, ten years and decide they're going to put the band back together, they and they probably can't take cut care it. of themselves. Yeah, you would hope so. I would you hope would they do. So. Well, I know. Chrissy's vegetarian, and she'll yeah. tell you about it. So, um, <laughs> um, did, did you see that list? You know that came up somewhere. I don't know where it was. Probably on Facebook uh-huh. or so. You know, how do you know that somebody's a vegetarian or vegan? How do you know? They tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be Murray. Also, Murray's a vegetarian, <laughs> and he's a U two fan. He is a U two fan. You don't like U two? I'm a U two fan, but you don't like U two. Murray's in great shape, though. So I got to be honest. It's with the vegetarian things working. Yeah. He's solid. Slender and solid. Um, guitar is Rick, Rick Nielsen. Drums is Bunny Carlos. And bass is Tom Peterson. Uh, Tom Peterson, to me, is one of the best bass players. He's, he, he plays it like a lead guitar almost. He p- plays like a lead. You know, he's not, doesn't sound like John Entwistle, but, you know, he's a, he's a great and, bass and player. And always the same lineup? Or? Um, Tom left. Uh, I think Tom had uh, some problems with the H. It's heroin. Oh, and he left. Uh, he was gone from about eighty two, and he came back in eighty eight. So he was gone for six years. Okay, and um, and right now the lineup is the same, except the the drummer has retired from uh, from touring. Okay, so Rick Nielsen, the guitar player, his son is the drummer. He grew Family up with the business. Yeah, he grew up with the music, so he he knows what he's doing, and uh, and they're still great. They're still great, a great live band. And the first time I got into them was with. 
uh, hearing I Want You to Want Me on the radio from yeah. the Live at Budokan album. I'm like, what is this? Live at Budokan. Wow. And what's great is, uh, you know, I bought Live at Budokan not knowing that there were three out. Al- studio albums before that so i always like that when you discover a band and then you go oh they have albums they have other albums i can buy right now so and then ever since then i don't know what it was i just loved everything about them the look two guys look cool two guys look like nerds they were just yeah they were just they're the second concert i ever saw uh and the opening act uh this when i saw them the second time was uh was crocus Crocus, yes, from from um, Austria. Austria, yeah. Oh dear lord, they were uh, they were insane. <laughs> they were they're crazy. from Austria. Oh, they were crazy. And I've been in prison in Austria. <laughs> no, no, seriously, you've been in prison in Austria. Oh yeah, different story. For what? Wait, no, you got to you don't throw that out there. No, 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 no. It was a funny, funny story. Funny story. You know, we we've been. Is it murder or drugs? <laughs> no, it's just no. no Sex trafficking. Nothing. <laughs> let's say let's say a medley. No, it was you know, <laughs> medley we, of both. We've been we've been on a roadshow and it was ninety one. We've been on a roadshow and uh, what's a road a road, road, show? road a road show road show. So basically okay. presenting products. You know, it wasn't wasn't for for the company that I worked right, for. Right, right, right. Was for my employer at that time. Okay. So and after after we had the presentations and mm-hmm. all of this, you know, I at that time I didn't have a driving license. You know, mm-hmm. kind of like lost it. You know, driving under the influence. Anyways, so and so my one of my best friends was with me okay. and uh, is um, his name is Oliver, not the Oliver, the Frank Zappa Oliver, but Oliver. Okay. And he's he's a he's 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 probably your 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 size, Kyle. Okay. And he's a, a shrimp. He's, a, he's <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't no no I wasn't saying that. You know, he's blonde and blue eyes, uh-huh. you know, and he's he's a sunny boy. Yeah. So after the show, we went out, you know, drinking, and mm-hmm. then we went into the. Um, which is the party zone of, of Vienna. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Oliver said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. I, I, I got I to gotta throw up. <laughs> and I said, I, I, I take care of you. So we went into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. He threw up, you know, laughing. Yeah. And I had him on his belt. Yeah. You know, and then we came back and there were f- five guys. Oh, no. And one of them, one of them, you know, poked Oliver in the chest, say, uh, you go and clean up. And Oliver laughed and said, no. Nothing there to clean up. Yeah. All safe, but don't poke me. <laughs> no. And he said, you know, I'm, I'm the owner of this, and I poke you when I want to. Uh-oh. And Oliver said, second warning, seriously, don't poke me. Uh-oh. Third time, poking, and punches float. So oh, no. So we were two, two, two guys, uh, Oliver and myself, you know, wrecking the place <laughs> with, the, with the management mm-hmm. of, of my employer sitting at a table yeah. and watching us. So were you giving as good as you were getting? Was it even? Were we, you were getting... oh, we were winning. Oh, great. What is the question all about? I love Look that. at me. So, <laughs> so we were, we were winning. And it was, it, was a, it was a bar fight as with stools flying oh and glasses God. into the mirror and all of this. So Oliver, <laughs> Oliver, the best story. Oliver in there wrangling with a couple of guys. Uh-huh. Me wrangling with a couple of guys, you know, and we were moving outside. Yeah. Then they closed the door. So I was outside, Oliver inside. I was done outside. They locked the door, so I kicked in. I, kicked in. I was drunk. <laughs> this I is the best in. story ever. Wait, it, it gets better. Oh, I, love I it. kicked in the door, mm-hmm. and then somebody cranked my arm behind my back. So I thought one of the guys, you know, came came. Was back. it the lead singer from Crocus? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but that would have been nice. You know, he would have deserved it. So, and so I thought one of the guys, you know, got up again, yeah. you know, and just, so I threw a punch, you know, just turned around, threw a punch yeah. and saw a 
police cap oh, flying away. No. So I knocked down a police officer. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. So but I, I shouted into <laughs> into the bar, yeah. Oliver. We need to run. So <laughs> he came he came out, yeah. re ran, second police officer, so his partner came, knocked him down. There was a van parked outside, <laughs> the doors slid open, oh, no. and out came a, a SWAT team. For the SWAT team, guys. The SWAT, for, for us, you know, six guys uh, called uh, SWAT, and they're called Cobra. I'm not making it up. Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> I'm not making it up. I still, I so still, now you're in G.I. Joe? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so, and they were, they, they were professionals, I have to say. I would say they, they were. Know, oh, my God. Uh, this, that, that what was, did they take you down with? What uh, form of uh, weaponry? Um, it, was, it was basically their skills. Um, and it wait, was, wait, was this the dream police? It was, <laughs> okay, keep going. Thing. I'll just keep interrupting. So, you keep going. And, and, and the um, uh, and those those what you call those 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 sticks tonfa? Yes, you know, yes, uh, yes. These ones, you know, hard, really hard, or in the face, everywhere, and broken nose, you know, and chin. You see this right here, and oh scars everywhere. So yeah. it was. So um, got us down uh, into into the into the precinct. Uh, oh my god! Into the basement. Uh, stripped us down to the uh, to the underpants. So, and I was sitting in this one is of the rooms. A nightmare for me. I was sitting in one of the rooms with my hands handcuffed under the seat of the chair oh, in God. my underpants. Oh, terrible! So, like, I was sitting there like this, and I'm crouching down right now. You can't see. Are that. you scared? The, you've got to be scared. I'm drunk. So I'm drunk and whatever. furious. Okay. I'm drunk. There, 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 there was two young guys, two young policemen, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I was trying to kick them while in there. And I heard Oliver screaming on the other side and shouting on the other side. He was trying to do the same. Mm-hmm. So I was basically, you know, trying to go on. Yeah. Very smart. Extremely smart. In comes an older guy with, and I'm, and I don't, I'm, I'm not kidding, and, and putting on leather gloves. Oh, no. And, and saying, this is not your night. And then the beating began. Oh my so, God! This is this is with, terrible and fantastic so, to so, hear about. So the um, terrible beating, you know, mm-hmm. just really, you know, everything mashed, everything mm-hmm. mashed, you know, into the cell um, during the night. So fell asleep because drunk, you know. Woke up, didn't know where I was, <laughs> didn't know what happened. The only thing that I that I, that I knew was one eye completely shut and nose clucked full of blood. So all right, now what do I do? Don't have a Kleenex T-shirt. So blew my nose into the T-shirt. And what I didn't know that due to the fact that my nose was broken. Oh, God. The, the uh, I don't know how you call it, but basically that little, that little channel that, um, that transports the, the, the tears yeah. into, into your eye yeah. was ripped. Uh-huh. So I blew my nose. And I and I blew my my what you call it the tear sack whatever yeah, tear duct yeah. t- the tear duct you know so I blew it like a balloon so oh the only thing that I that I saw <laughs> was all right worst. I lost I lost sight so I thought all right now what's happening because one eye was was shut and right. the other one was 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 blown yeah. like a balloon so oh God long story short we were banned from Austria for ten years <laughs> how did you get out how, did they just let you out though so we got out on bail. And uh, um, so my, my employer pa- paid everything because they said, "Hey, you didn't start." Yeah. I said, oh, "Yeah, well, but but we we, we could have stopped, <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't." 
So and 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 that was that. That yeah. was that. So and I holy was holy crap. It, it was it was so and, and that's what we say in America. We say holy crap, holy crap. And that's so I was the first out of the of the precinct, mm-hmm. you know. And then Oliver came out, you know, smiling, smiling, you know, all over the face, you know, and said, yeah. "What a fantastic night!" <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, okay, let's. let's yeah, that was, so Austria crocus. <laughs> Uh, I can't wait to see what the next thing I say will lead us into. <laughs> Let's hear some Zappa. I'm going to let you play two in a row. Okay, so um, the next song is um, is a tribute to Dweezil, to Dweezil's um, musicianship, so to speak. It is called a song called Charlena, and okay. it is from a compilation um, of, uh, of albums. Uh, they're called You Can't Do That on Stage Anymore. There are six albums of these, or actually six double albums. So now, this is a concert from the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. Um, and it is said that Dweezil first started out playing drums. Okay. And then at 12, he said, now I want to play guitar. And said to his father. Yeah. And he said, but not like you, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, you're fantastic, you know, but I love Eddie, Hale, uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. Yes. So, uh, and Frank said, yeah, okay, whatever. Next day, doorbell rang, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> And uh, so one of the teachers, one of the guitar teachers of, uh, of Dweezil, you know, was, uh, was Eddie Van Halen. That's amazing. So he started at 12, and this concert happened when he was 15, one five, so for three years. And, and this is, he plays the guitar solo on that Charlena, and we have two cues again, you know, when he starts the guitar solo. And the second one is when, when Frank uh, joins him okay. in playing the guitar. Let's hear this. So 15. crazy it's, it's i think this is you know just for three years you know okay he had good teachers and he yeah. obviously had some talent so and now and he's uh, probably homeschooled probably, so he probably no he was no he was they they were yeah, they, were yeah. All, they were all so and now frank joins in so family music okay wow that's great And that's Hollywood Bowl, so it's not just home or in a studio, it's, it's, I don't know how many people, thousands. It's unbelievable. And if you, wow. if you see Zappa plays Zappa, you know, there's a couple of, um, couple of uh, songs that he plays with, um, with Frank being uh, projected in the background. Oh, that's cool. And it's, um, it's great. It's great. Zappa plays Zappa is is, is amazing. It really highly is. recommend that. Oh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, is, are, there, are there any people from Zappa's band, original band? In do they play with Dweezil? Sometimes, sometimes they mm-hmm. uh, they join in. Um, so uh, Ike Willis has been there. Uh, Napoleon Murphy Brock um, and a couple of other guy, other guys. You know, and they're touring, touring heavily. Yeah, you know, yeah, in yeah. The yeah. It's it's not just like a couple of one offs here. And they 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 tour this thing. Yeah. I've seen them in Switzerland, as a matter of fact, in wow. Luke. and uh, so. But it was it was one of the rare occasions, you know, when they've been to uh, when they've been to Europe. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a great tribute. I mean, Frank has been gone for over twenty years now, easily. Twenty-two. 
Wow, ninety two. It's crazy. It's, it's one of the one of the worst days of my life. You know, it was. And again, at, at, at he, the, did he had cancer? Didn't he? Yeah, prostate cancer. Yeah, yeah. and it uh, it was again ninety two. No. No, let's say wildly distributed internet. No, nothing. You know, no, no, no. And nobody was was basically recognizing that Frank was dead. Yeah. So it took a while until until we recognized, you know, that yeah. he was dead. And it was just it was one radio station that that said uh, um, uh, musician and composer, you know, Frank Zappa passed away. And and I was I, I remember that, you know, I was at the. Um, um, where, where where my former girlfriend Yuta, you know, mm-hmm. worked, yeah. and I heard that, you know, through the radio, and I said. What? Yeah. And I was completely devastated. Yeah, I was going to say, it's devastating. Does that mean no more music is, no more Frank Zappa music will be made? Yeah. More Frank Zappa music was released, right? But not made. But not made, you know? And that was was really, that was, I didn't like that at all. No, that would, that, that would... That would that sucks. It even sucks today when that happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, it does. So the next one, uh, the next one is from uh, Shiki Brody. All right. Uh, not Bobby Brown. And I thought about it right now. What what am I going to uh, going to play? You know, um, I don't know if you heard Shiki Brody. And you know what I, I love. did. That is the one Frank Zappa CD that I did own at one time. I did own it because I heard Bobby Brown yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was accessible. Yeah. You know what? Sometimes uh, the Frank Zappa songs sound like they're like they're like they're supposed to be uh, comedy songs. You it's, know what I mean? Does humor belong in music? You know, there is even you know th- th- this is this is a question that uh, uh, that Frank asked, and there's yeah. an album. There's an album fr- mm-hmm. from him. And there's there's a, a concert series. You know that and and uh, that that they did. And yeah. he said yes, abs- absolutely. You know, some mm-hmm. of the stuff that you know, some of the life stuff. You know, it's 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 they having so much fun. You know, it is it is so crazy stuff that they do, especially you know with the lineup with Ike Willis. You know, Ike Willis is is is. A, a fantastic vocalist, yeah. lead vocalist, but he's he's a funny dude. Mm-hmm. So the music is very serious, but the lyrics sometimes it's, are are not. And I have I have some. This is you know th- this song is called Flakes. Okay, let's hear Flakes. I know I've heard, I've heard this. One. And his voice is working when they all should. They waste your time. They're wasting mine. California's got the most of them. Boy, they got a host of them. I think in my opinion, Frank has one of the most distinguishable voices, you know, in, yes. in, in music. You know, it just, you know, a couple of guys, you know, where you say right now, oh, who is this? Is that A or B? Yeah. But with Frank, it's it's just, that's Frank. That's and it's him. so funny because like then when Pete, when I think of uh, of singers, he's not at the top of my list. No. He he can sing, but it's not, he's not doing, he's not, what do I want to say? He's not doing any uh, uh, acrobatic voice things. I challenge you on that one. And Hello. Here's, and here's why. Oh, yes, absolutely. And here's why. Here's why. Um, do you know that he was he was uh, nominated for a Grammy? I did. I, I I probably would have assumed that he would be. But what was he nominated for? What uh, was it for? Dancing Fool. 
Oh yeah, that's um, right. From from uh, Shiki Brody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, for his uh, for the vocal performance, it was the best on, pop his, vocal performance probably. It was yeah, the best rock you know, vocal performance. You know, best rock po- vocal performance, and it was um, uh, because it is very fast and it is mm-hmm. it is uh, it is it is tough vocals. And by the way. Mm-hmm. He performed that on uh, Saturday Night Live. He hosted SNL once. Yes, I, I saw that. He and was, he uh, played three songs. Yes, he did. And nobody liked him, it, yeah, the no. story is, right. except for John Belushi. Yeah. The rest said, eh, no, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't think he took the hosting seriously. I know he, br- I remember he broke and he probably was, he's probably kind of anti a lot of things. He's like his own entity. Oh, yeah, uh, one man species. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Um, Okay, I do have something exciting to say about my next song. Great. Because it was produced by George Martin. So, Cheap Trick, uh, huge Beatle influence in that band. Uh, So, um, in 1980, they got to work with uh, George Martin. And this is a song called Everything Works If You Let It. Nothing special to say. I have. I didn't get beat up in another country. I, <laughs> Why not? I, I don't know. <laughs> Could have. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta try harder. I've gotten beat up in this country. I think that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but always try. You know, to to to, uh, to to learn new 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 countries. You know, new uh, yeah new stuff. I love that they worked with George Martin. I don't. Um, I love the sound of that. This record all shook up the the album that he did. Um, it doesn't sound like George Martin production. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they seem to like working with him, and it's one of my favorite Cheap Trick albums. So, it's great. It's it's it really is great. You know, and what I find fantastic. You know, the first time, or the first the first um, uh, let's say months, you know, that I heard Rock Solid, mm-hmm. uh, I I I truly admired and and still admire your knowledge about about the music <laughs> and you know about the. Uh, I know George Martin. Yes. But you know basically every producer in, in the business and which album they produce and all this, you know, and I don't have a clue about, you know, well, who I don't know what it is. What? Like when I was a kid and even, and even now, I pick up an album. I love looking at the liner notes yeah. and that stuff just sticks in my head. Like I can remember like I'd, I'd pick up an album and I'd go, oh my God, the, this guy produced this. This is going to be a great – and I just – I don't know, you know, when I was in school – textbook stuff that didn't stick nothing would stick but when i would read liner notes and stuff i just i know who writes songs i know all kinds i just i know that i'm putting it to use now yeah for no money but it's uh <laughs> but yeah it's it's kind of useless information but yet it's it's fun for me I, I guess if it's something fun and something you like then you'll i guess the best doctors probably when they were in med school they just picked it up like that right that could be. That could be. Yes. So, but but you know, it, it took me. It took me a while to understand. You know what a producer does. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't know what a producer does. You know, so right now it's uh, a couple of couple of guys recording. You know, right. and and there's a sound engineer. Yeah. Done. Yeah. But but that's not what it is. No. Obviously. Yeah. It's different. Oh yeah. 
Okay. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear some more Frank. Okay, so um, the next one is from a um, uh, from an album that is called Thing Fish, mm-hmm. and Thing Fish is a, uh, a musical uh, where uh, a musical about um, about Hollywood okay. and Broadway and and the whole business and. Frank didn't like the business uh, at at all. Mm-hmm. He's one of the he, really. If you think about it, he was he was w- one of the original independent. Oh yes. I mean, everyone says, "Oh, he's an indie artist," but Frank Zappa, he's really an indie artist. Oh yes, absolutely. He had his own record. Barking labor, Pumpkin. Barking Pumpkin. Exactly. And he didn't like the business at all. You know? yeah. And he was he was absolutely open about this. You know. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a musical about you know how he does not like the business, mm-hmm. and that's called Thing Fish. Uh, where where the um, the lead role is played by by Ike Willis, okay, and uh, the song is called "You Are What You Is," mm-hmm. which is also an album. Yeah. You are what you is, but that is the song. Straighten up in that chair and pay attention, people. This is for your own good. Do you know what you are? Do you know what you are? That's what I asked you. You are what you is. You is what you am. <laughs> and that's the truth. I'm in that now. You ain't what you got. Not even hardly. So see what you got. And you got a lot of looking to do, Junior. You are what you is. That entirely too correct. And that's all it is. Uh-huh. And I really like I like mm-hmm. Ike Willis' voice. You yeah. know, he is even you know, if you um, listen to you can't do that on stage anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a couple of recordings and a couple of tours and, and concerts. You know, where he, where he completely lost his voice entirely. Like, yeah, and still having a great voice. <laughs> it's, it's still and still you know being there, having presence, making fun. You know, and it's it's fantastic. How much fun did you have preparing for this show today? Oh, it was great. <laughs> it was it was just great because I thought all right now which which are which this is this is this is. Um, I have a story about yeah. about all of this, you know, and it's just, that's what's it's just, great about music. Uh, it triggers emotions. Oh, it, it does. It takes you back to when you got beat up in Austria. I mean, it takes it's, you to all different places. It's it, great. It, it, music is the best. You it, know? It, it is, and even you know, it, it, I, and I said, you know, I, I mm. like I like uh, we are the world, you know, because yeah. it takes it takes me back, you know. Yeah. And, and there's there's a couple of of, of, of uh, songs that I like. Yeah. Where I usually would say, oh, years, no, uh, yeah. this is this is awful. But it takes me back to a certain time, you know, and music is just the best. I know my wife would crack up because, like, one day I'll be listening to Judas Priest, and the next day I'll have Barry Manilow, and she's like, "What? Yeah. What is? What is going on?" I'm like, "It's, eh, it's just, it's just what I was in the mood for." Back in the time when there was still were record stores, you yeah. know, and I walked out of the record store or basically went to to to, to check out. Yeah, the uh, the staff would be looking at me and going, "Seriously." Yeah, like this. This is what you're buying. Mm-hmm. This 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 collection right over here. Yeah. So uh, um, so from 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 Zappa over the Who, yeah. uh, uh, Rancid, uh, Henry Rollins, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, really, I can remember. Uh, this I've told this story before. I remember going to uh, to back to college. I you know was my what was it my junior year with uh, with Paul Simon's Graceland tucked under my arm. It had just come out. And the guys on my floor are like, what the fuck is this? Are you kidding me? Paul Simon. And, you know, within six weeks, can I borrow that album? I would like to tape it. You know, it's, and it was, yeah. and then it just went crazy. And it wasn't because I knew that it was a great album. I just like Paul Simon. So that was his new album. So I'm buying it. 
And uh, yeah, it's 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 hysterical how then when the when it, the trend came around, yeah, then, yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. is the big this is a great album, it's a big album. Then everyone's like likes it. So yeah. I but I had it before that. So that's great. Um, do you have another? Oh, go ahead, play another. Okay, so because I know you have a lot, and I uh, want you to I, play. I do. Okay, so the next one is from uh, an album called uh, Broadway the Hard Way, mm-hmm. and I and I choose this because um, I I like the melody of that mm-hmm. specific. Um, piece that we're going to listen to. It's called the song is called uh, "Jesus Thinks You're a Jerk," <laughs> and it is it is about. Uh, so Frank was was anti religion, and sure. this is about a gentleman called Pat Robertson. Okay, yes, uh, and um, a great guy. As, <laughs> as far as I understand from that song, you know mm-hmm. that, and from what I've researched, you know he did he did a couple of things wrong. Yeah. So and um, now. What I really like about this is, and and try to listen to this, you know, is not only not only the the Frank's voice and Ike's voice, mm-hmm. but the melody in the back, you know, the just just the tune, it's just fantastic. Oh. But hey, what if Pat gets in the White House? No fucking way, I. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> The rights of certain people disappear mysteriously. Now, wouldn't that sort of qualify as an American tragedy? I just love that. It's it's you know the the whole the whole melody of yeah. this you know it's and and the. I mean, Frank always had a huge setup of musicians on stage, yeah. and it was a basically an orchestra. Mm-hmm. And and how he how he combined the different instruments, the different talents, and not not only that, you know, there, there's um, the story goes, you know, that they basically went on a tour with 250 songs. Wow! Um, how would you even remember how uh, to play? Even if it is 100, even yeah, if even if it's 100, 50. it's crazy. So. And but um, and and he called audibles during the concert. Wow! So he had different audibles and said, basically, uh, now we play this song that we always played as a mm. as a flat out rock song. Yeah. We're, today we're playing it reggae, or you know <laughs> what? Today we're playing it ska. And and I, I mean, imagine what kind of musician yeah, you, you have. You got to be, be on your toes. Oh, oh. Totally. It's not like the bands now that tour and they play the same. They get the same fifteen, and maybe they'll throw in a different one every other night. No, but, it's yeah. completely, completely yeah. different set lists. You know, uh, for for each and every concert. That's a you know, that's an independent artist working there. It is. Um, I remember this is a, this is a quote I remember from Frank Zappa. This is when the, I think this is when the PMRC, the Parents Music Resource Center, yes. uh, they wanted to ban albums and label albums and all this and Tipper Gore was in charge and I remember seeing him on and he was in one of the was it a court hearing or some yeah. type of a whatever congressional yeah. meeting or whatever you in call it in a suit it. with a tie in a suit and tie and uh, they were talking about um, I think they were talking about uh, maybe it was something about someone some someone had killed themselves some kids had killed themselves listening to some music and i don't know mm-hmm. i just remember a quote that he said that he said uh to my knowledge there are no words that i can write down there are no words that i can say that would actually make someone kill themselves yeah he goes i think that's a proven fact that that's not what music 
does or what it is or what it's for. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. There, there was the, the, the whole, they, they called it the, uh, the porn wars. Yeah. You know, it was, it was all about uh, censorship and, mm-hmm. uh, and all this. And he was, he was very, very active in this, you know. And there's some, some great footage on YouTube about this. Yeah, and there were like there were like uh, there were I just pulled it up. There were uh, in in 1985 they had a they had a list of the filthy 15 songs that they didn't want you kids to hear, and it was um, "Darling Nikki" by Prince, "Sugar Walls" by Sheena Easton, which I think Prince wrote, um, "Eat Me Alive" by Judas Priest, "Bastard" by Motley Crue. Let me put my love into you by ACDC. I mean, just this is this is all very scary. I, mean, I, need, I need you to stop there. Just ridiculous. <laughs> this freaks me out. Um, what uh, what else? What, what do I want? Oh, I want to play. I want to play. This is my favorite cheap trick song. We're gonna call an audible, Kyle, and move this. Uh, I can't take it up to. So this is an album. This is an album called Next Position, Please. It was their second album without Tom Peterson on bass, and this was produced by Todd Rundgren. And Todd gets a totally, it's a really just stripped down sound out of the band. I mean, it, it, sounds, it sounds different from any of their other albums. It's still one of my favorite albums. Uh, and this song was the, uh, was the first single and the, uh, the first track on the album. And it's called I Can't Take It. Something happened. Bad chord. It's great. Thanks. Thank you. That's great. No, that that really, the really what, what I like what I like about this is that um, you you can hear each and every single instrument. Yeah, I like I liked how Todd produced them. Yeah, yeah a lot. And I met Todd Rundgren, and I didn't know who he was. <laughs> That's funny. So it, it, I really had no clue. Uh-huh. Where um, did you meet him? Uh, at Macworld, San Francisco, uh-huh. in nineteen hundred and ninety. Yeah, he's a big computer. He's big into the computer stuff. And it was it was you know the keynote at that time. You know it was a discussion around between Herbie Hancock, mm-hmm. Todd Rundgren, um, Thomas Dalby, um, Douglas Adams, and mm-hmm. I knew Douglas Adams. He uh, uh, just got through through Galaxy uh, yeah. um, be, before because I was introduced you know by a friend you mm-hmm. know and he introduced me to Todd Rundgren. So I was standing there you know and at a party you know um, drinking a beer talking to Douglas Adams and Todd Rundgren. Mm-hmm. Knowing who, who Douglas Adams was, not a clue who Todd Rundgren So what, what are you doing? And he went, and he, expl- he was a nice guy. Yeah. He, was, he explained, oh, I do this and that. Oh, okay. So you didn't know his music? He just, like, if he would have... Zero. So if he, even if he would have said, my name's Todd Rundgren. Zero. Zero. And I, I thought, all right, uh, on, that, on, that, mm-hmm. on that stage, you know, on that table, yeah. sure, Douglas Adams, Herbie Hancock, yes. Thomas Dolby, yes. Todd Rundgren, hmm. Hmm. Why, is, why is he there? What funny hair. This is funny because I know because he like he'll die yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. piece of it. This is funny because uh, t- today in the mail I got uh, I got an advanced copy of Todd Rundgren's new album called Global, oh. and that's actually what I was listening to on the way down to record okay. tonight. Okay, 
and uh, his uh, his most recent studio albums are, are hit and miss with me. I'll, I'll go like, oh, okay, there's like four or five good songs, but then the other eight don't really. I'm not really digging, but um, but he's. I like that he still is recording, and I love when the artists. I don't like when the artists just just tour on their back catalog. I still like new music, no matter even if it's a classic rock artist. I still like them to put out new music. Yeah. I just want to hear new stuff. New new stuff, but do not forget the legacy. Right, you right, know? right. Just, yeah. just, just, just don't, don't, you know, throw all, only the album that you would like to promote, you know, just, just give me some of the stuff, you know, yeah. that I love. Exactly. You know, that I know from heart. Yeah, exactly. Heart, so. Yeah. Um, you're up. You're next. What's I'm, up? I'm next. Okay. So the next one is an example for the, um, Frank in, in, in concert sometimes, you know, covered, um, some some classics and uh, like Beatles and and all of this. So mm-hmm. and this is this is uh, a song called Stairway to Heaven. And what I what I like you to listen to is I've heard another song. Yeah, called, is this the same one? It is basically the same one. Okay. Yes. So, but what I like how he rearranged the guitar solo, and this is where we're going to look. All right, to. he's going to rearrange Jimmy Page. a little little bit reggae yeah. style how it did there and then let's wait until Ike sings for the first time because it's great Now, is he still around? Sure, he is. Does he record still? He, he does. He does. And uh, so he produces mm-hmm. and he writes books. Mm-hmm. And yes, he tours. Have he, you ever seen him perform? I've seen him perform mm-hmm. once in mm-hmm. uh, uh, in Hamburg. And mm-hmm. he's still who he is. You know, he's, he's just, he's, he's a great musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's a great guitar player. You know, he's a great vocalist. You know, and he's an extremely funny guy. Are you, are you the kind of person that would want to meet that guy after the show or were you just, you're just, you're fine with just watching the performance and getting what you can get out of that. To tell you the truth, I'm too shy to do that. You mm-hmm. know, what I, what I, what I don't like to do is, you know, to, to go up to people, you know, and I think I'm, I'm bothering them. Yeah. You know? So I did that. I did that once with, uh, Johnny guitar Watson, mm-hmm. uh, after, after the show, you know, going up to him, you know, and thanking him, you know, blushing me. Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so, so I'm a little bit too shy for this, you know, but, but it's, it's, uh, um, now where I said, I, I missed a couple of, uh, a couple of opportunities yeah. you know, to meet legends, you know, I should have done that. So the next cue, uh, on six twenty one for, for stairway to heaven is, you know, the rearrangement of the, um, of the guitar solo. So Frank coming with the guitar, and now. Uh, 
I love that. I really just love that, you know, and it's, uh, um, it's from, the, uh, from the album, uh, The Best Band You Never Heard in Your Life. And uh, because it's, it's called that, and I've seen, I've seen that band. Uh, so <laughs> that was one of the concerts, you know, that I've, uh, uh, that I've seen. One of the two concerts that I've, that I've seen from Frank, <laughs> one with 14 and one with 19. Wow. But you and, did get to see him. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, good. So that was, that, was, yeah, and, that was fantastic. And he would play a long show, too, right? It wasn't three hours easily. Yeah. Easily, that's and, great. And uh, so that that band broke up after mm. after six months of touring, you know, because you know there was a couple of they uh, were burnt out. They were burned out, and they they didn't get along too well, you know. And the uh, the horn section of this is played by uh, Bruce Fowler and Walt Fowler. Um, no, if I know who those it's, people are. Uh, and they they are they're on a couple of the albums, you mm. know. And and what they do with the horns, you know, it just uh, it's just fun, fantastic. How are we doing time wise? We're good. We're, yeah, good. we're good. Okay. Um, so uh, Frank Zappa's albums, he released them through uh, Barking Pumpkin Records. Correct. This was his own label. Yes. Who distributed those then? I mean, did he just did, he, good, did he press them himself and just? That's a very good question. See, this is this is where you this is where, where I you, come in. Where this is where you come in. You know, you tell me. I, I know, know that he. I know that Frank produced Dweezil's first solo album, which yes. was called "Having a Bad Day." Yes. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's because back, back then you didn't think about it. What? Go ahead, Kai. You it said it, uh, it specialized in mail order releases. Ah, look at that. So, that, yeah. but again, that's before the internet. So you had to literally. Okay, go ahead. Oh, it was initially distributed by CBS Records. CBS Records. Okay. Yes. I, I, I see. The and label. then, uh, then they had some MCA stuff, and they withdrew. Mm. And then EMI Records. Mm-hmm. So. And, and then they then they just did mail order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you really had to be in the know, like you had to be right to the Frank Zappa fan club to get a mailing address to to order stuff. Yes. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. No, I thought you were, no, was, you were asking it was, Frank. It was it was hard at that time. You know, I grew up in a in a small town, yeah. just on the city limits of Hamburg mm-hmm. in in northern Germany. You know, thirty five thousand uh, citizens. So, yeah. and we had two record stores. And if it didn't get it in, you had to you had to ask them for it. Exactly, and they were looking at you, uh, Frank. Who? Yeah, uh, that so if the special ordered it, it probably cost a lot more money. Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, now with uh, Amazon and eBay, I mean, you anything you want, you can just you can get it. Which is great. I don't know how I would survive without Amazon. It's you just click on it and it's it's right there. And uh, iTunes too. But I mean, I still like. I don't know. Do you still like physical CDs or is it just? I, since you work for Apple, you probably download everything. Do I? Do, but, but just because of the of the convenience. Yeah. And but I do own a. Um, I don't know how many how many CDs. But, yeah. But also, I kept all of my all of my mm-hmm. records that are yeah. important to me. Um, so, as a matter of fact, I have my twenty seven most important records to me. I have them on a wall. Oh, that's cool. And I'm going to show you a picture about about this. Have you have you checked um, on purchased uh, items in in iTunes? Have you checked the item count? I I I I have checked it recently, and um, it's not as high because I still have ones that are in the cloud that I need to re-download. So yeah, it's yeah. it's only around four hundred and something, but it's way more than that. I know I've spent thousands and thousands of dollars. It's I, totally it's, scary. It is. It is absolutely. But it's not scary. like you dump a thousand dollars in one no. day. It's just over time. Absolutely, the song here, an yeah. album there, a complete catalog right yeah. over there. Because I had an iPod. When did the i iPods were out? How, when did the iTunes... 2001, the software. 2002, the, the hardware. So the first iPod. Right, and then when did I, the iTunes store come out? It wasn't... 
it didn't go hand in hand. The iPod no. was first. Um, the iPod was first, and I believe it was in 2002, 2003-ish. Yeah, and then that was insane when that happened because I was like, wait a minute, what? What, what was great to see at that time, you know, first came the software, iTunes, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody went, okay, that's a software for managing your music. Yeah, now, so you would load your physical CDs into your hard drive. And everybody said, nice. Yeah. But, but so? So, mm-hmm. so, so, so what? And then See, so, I didn't say so what I'm like, because then you put it in... Go ahead. But you are, but you're special in many, <laughs> in many, many ways. Uh, you're a special kid. Because I had the first, uh, I had the first, gen, I had first generation iPod. Like, I mean, so then the iPod came. Yeah. And then, then, then everyone said, okay, now we have the software and now we have the hardware to yeah. actually play the music. And then the store came and everybody went, ah, yeah. there it goes. You know, this is where yeah. it's all heading for. So and that was fantastic. But I mean, when when I held that iPod and I was like, oh my God, I have 500, whatever the capacity was, I have 400 songs right in my hand. This is incredible. A thousand. It was almost overwhelming. Like you wouldn't, like you didn't even know what to play. You just, so I would just usually just throw it on the shuffle because I didn't even know what, everything's in there. All my favorite stuff is in here. It's like you programmed your own mini radio station. Yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was, it was, uh, but the first iPod wasn't a success. Isn't so that funny? it was, it was, you know, it basically, uh, it, it, it was, it was lying around in the shelves, you know, like, uh, uh, and nobody wanted it. They were pricey too. They were pricey. Yeah. Absolutely. 500 you know? bucks or something, yeah. 499. But, but then, you know, with the, with the introduction of the iTunes store, you know, it really kicked, uh, kicked mm-hmm. on. My wife was on a, on a game show at the time. She was on Hollywood squares and, uh, we, we lived like three blocks from where they taped the show. So it was a Saturday morning. That's when she was supposed to go over and be on the show. So, uh, when she left, this is right when iPods had just come out. I said, how much do you have to win today for me to get an iPod? And she said, well, if I win $5,000, I'll get you an iPod. I said, okay. So like three hours later, she comes waltzing back in the door. And the first thing she said when she came in the door, she goes, well, you can get an iPod because she won $18,500 $18,500 oh. on uh, Hollywood Squares. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was pretty cool. And you got your iPod. And I got my iPod. And boy, you got was three. <laughs> no, I, do. I wish. I should have, right? I should have said, wait a minute. You won three. Yeah. Let me do the math. Uh, so uh, you're going to play. What's your next song? Yeah, we just played that Stairway to Heaven. Do Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, we're going to skip uh, the next one. So we're, we're going to play um, a song called Harder Than Your Husband. And it is an example for um, how many different music styles uh, Frank was engaging with, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to, trying to really uh, explore what's, what's possible. And yeah. again, having fun. We must say goodbye There's no need for you to cry It's better that I tell you this tonight Our affair has been quite heated You thought I was what you needed But the time has come, my darling To say things right I'll be hard Very nice. I love the the, the electronic piano, you know, yeah. the, the synclef in the in, in the background. You know, it just uh, it's nicely. Let's say it's 
It's beautifully constructed country mm-hmm. music. <laughs> it seems like he takes the musicianship seriously, but the, not the lyrics. You know, like he focuses more on the. It's a good point. It's a good point. It's um, but some of the lyrics are dead serious, right? Uh, yeah, dead serious on the um, on the topics he really cared about. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I as I said in the beginning, it it really is. You know, he he asked the question: Does humor belong in music? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, yeah. for him, it really it really was. Yeah, you know, it did. It sounds like that's where a. It sounds like this this guy lived and breathed music. Oh, absolutely. Now, you'd like to think that all musicians do, but I think some musicians can set it, put it away, and then go about their daily life. But it seemed like he he woke up and probably immediately had just music in his head and in his fingers and his heart and his blood and brain and just. It, could not get it out quick enough. He was he was a workaholic when it comes to music, and he was working the music. You know, he was trying to find new stuff, and he experimented a lot with with new technologies and with uh, with new possibilities. What could I do if I combine this? You know, and he started very very early with with sampling. Mm-hmm. He used something called you know the uh, the synclaf. Oh, know, I've heard so, of that. Yeah, and, and experimented with that. You know, all kinds of um, all kinds of uh, Sounds that that he incorporated into the music. Mm-hmm. So, like like Dweezil is is today. You know, yeah. Dweezil is is a sound engineer. Yeah. He's a brilliant guitar player. It's yeah. it's amazing. But he's a sound engineer mm-hmm. as well. You know, just, and the thing about Dweezil is he's not he's not in the he's not out there in the public. I mean he I mean he Dweezil easily could have just. Uh, you know, join Rat or uh, Motley Crue, or you know, he could have just. I'm sure all a lot of those bands probably came to him and said, "Do you want?" But he he wants to be his own thing, kind of yeah. like his dad does too. He's like he's like his own island. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. he just does his own thing, and um, for I'm sure he loves what he's doing. Uh, I, I think he should be more popular and more out there, but uh, but you know, if you're happy doing what you're doing, that's cool too. And I think this is this is how they were raised, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, you know as far as as one could tell, you know, from the outside. You yeah. Know? But if you look at the, uh, the at the children, uh, uh, um, Moon and and Dweezil and Ahmed and um, Diva, yeah, they they basically do what they want to do. Yeah. What they what they embrace. Yeah. And and what their passion is, you know. And I think this is this is absolutely great. And it doesn't mean they're not. I'm, I'm not saying they're not successful. It's just like it's just like they they're not they're not. They're su- they're they're successful enough. They're, 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 <laughs> yes, and they they, they, they get to make sold, a living doing they what they exactly, haven't sold out. They haven't sold out. No, you know, this is uh, this is what I do. This is what I'm good at. You know, this is what yeah. I want to do. Right. Full stop. Yep. You know, that's true. So, and, and I just love that. You know, it's just amazing. Uh, my next song. I was going to play a song off the Cheap Trick 1997, which is to me like a comeback album for them. It was just so so good. So I, I highly recommend that album. But instead, I'm going to play a song from my... If someone said, what's your favorite Cheap Trick album? I would say it's their third album, Heaven Tonight. Because I think that's where where it just... I love the first two albums, but this, it just all clicked for me as, as a listener. And this is a, this is a song called On Top of the World.
a bit more. Thank you. Yeah, Heaven Tonight is a fantastic album. The, the, the bass line in the beginning sounds a little bit like Planet Claire from B-52s. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe, maybe. It's, but, but I love it. You know, yeah. it's, it's great. It really is. I think this, pre, this I don't, when, when did that come out? This came out in 78. So okay. when did the first B-52s album uh, come out? Uh, 80. So with Planet Claire, I think it was 81, 82-ish. This predates it by a little bit. 1979. Ooh, it's very close, but this this predates it by a year. So those B-52s stole from Cheap No, I'm kidding. Uh, what do you got next for us, Frank? Um, I get, so I'm going to skip uh, The Torture Never Stops from Life in New York. Okay. Um, so, but that would be my recommend, number one recommendation for a song. You know, so if you, okay. if you, if you, would, you would only be able to download one, for example, song, you know, take this one, you know, and exactly that version. It's just, it just it's, it's mind-blowing. Now hold um, on a second. Yes. Tell me that again. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this. The song is called. Tell me the song again. The torture never stops. Torture. Never. R. S. T. O. P. S. And that's from. Life in New York. Same album uh, as uh, T.D. and Beer. And is uh, is Frank's catalog uh, on iTunes? Absolutely, it is. Yes. How much of it? A lot of it. I'd say. The the vast majority, if not the complete one, uh, maybe maybe not beat the boots, um, which is which is bootleg collection, mm-hmm. but um, not exactly sure. But the vast majority. All right, otherwise. cool. So, um, but the next song is uh, also from Life in New York, um, and it's called the Illinois Anima Bandit, which is a which is the story about a gentleman called Michael Kinyon. Okay. Who was dubbed the Illinois Anima Bandit because this is exactly what he did. You know, he he provided enemas to his victims. Would he kill them with an emina? No, no. Emina? No. What's an emina? <laughs> an enema? And no, no. He, he just he just had a. She have a called fetish? it an obsession. She okay. had, yeah, so a, a certain a certain interest in 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 giving enemas to people. All right, that's weird. Yeah, so and try to guess. Who the announcer is. All right, let me try to guess here. This is a true story about a famous criminal from right around Chicago. Is that Dan Aykroyd? This is the story of Michael Kenyon. Is it? No, it's a no. man no, who very close. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I was close. That's uh, Don Pardo. It is indeed Don Pardo. Rock and peace, Don Pardo. Yes. Um, so Don Pardo uh, toured with, uh, with Frank. Wonder what Don Pardo is like on the road. Wonder if he gets uh, hookers and beer. Wonder if he gets t- titties and beer. Probably. Wonder how old uh, Don Pardo died at ninety-two. What year would this have been? Uh, seventy-four. Seventy-four. Mm-hmm. Kyle, what's the math on that? Uh, it's forty years earlier. Yeah, so he'd have been so like fifty-two. Fifty-two. It's like my age. So would you? If you no, but. I'd be crazy on the road. <laughs> so yeah, he was having a great time. Fucking right, he was. Um, uh, that's funny that he. So, how much? How involved was he in the live show? Did he just do one announcement? And- no, no, a couple of a uh, couple of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, he he did some announcements, but he also delivered a couple of lyrics. Okay, perfect. But you know, as in 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 spoken word form, you know, he didn't sing. 
but in spoken word form, for example, I'm the slime, uh, <laughs> which which is a great song as well, you know. So it's uh, I'm gross and perverted. I'm obsessed, obsessed and deranged. I have existed for years, but uh, very little has changed. So and he delivered that, you know, and it is it's it's fantastic. Wow! And 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 after that, him and Frank are high fiving each other, you know, and just all excited about you know that it worked out. So it's great. That's great. That's great. That's that's some trivia I did not know. The, the, I'm going to play another one, and I like, uh, and this is from the album "Meets the Mothers of Prevention." Uh, that is a song. No, no, called, you got the, it's "Mothers of Invention." No, 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 no. See, see, you know, there is there's a little uh, deviation uh, here. The album is called "The Mothers oh, of Prevention." Oh, okay. Yeah, pay attention to the detail, please. Now, what it, it, doesn't that album cover? Isn't he? Is he uh, doing an? Uh, what's the album cover? It doesn't even uh, album cover that he's trying to. Kind of mock the um, Sergeant Pepper album cover. Do you have an album cover like that? The, the Tinseltown Rebellion. Tinseltown Rebellion. Yeah. Okay. So uh, no, the album cover is really just um, white with meets the mothers of prevention. Okay. Uh, and that song is called "I Don't Even Care," and the lead vocalist is mm-hmm. one of the the, the um, favorite musicians of Frank Zappa. Try to guess. Okay. Would you believe it? Uh-huh, don't even care. Uh-huh. I said, I'm not deceiving. Don't even care. So let me tell you why this evening. Listen. No, I don't. I'll tell you. you okay. Sure. See, at first I was going to say James Brown or Stevie Wonder. That direction. We're going, we're going the same direction. But I don't know. Uh, Sly? From yeah. Sly and the Family no, Stone? No. no. I don't know. Golden who. front teeth. Tooth. Gold, tooth. Not, gold not the front whole. tooth. One, one front tooth. Not the whole teeth. That be my mother-in-law? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My mother-in-law is very nice. I don't know. I have Johnny no Guitar idea. Watson. Johnny Guitar Watson. Yes. I would have never guessed that. Yeah, that is, and 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 they did a couple of projects together. So mm-hmm. so uh, Johnny Guitar Watson was one of Frank's declared favorite musicians. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? It's fa- well, it's fascinating that he that he would also use these different vocalists on his albums too. Oh, yeah. But yet he also sang. Oh yes, oh yes. Yeah. And he sang and he played the guitar, but never both together. You will never see you will never see Frank playing guitar and singing. What about in the studio? But you're saying live, like if he live. sang Bobby Brown, he yeah. would. He's singing. He's not playing guitar. Exactly, exactly. Because he said, uh, and and maybe it was a little bit, a little bit, uh, uh, um, not pretentious. What the mm-hmm. word I'm looking for? Uh, English, not my first language. So, anyways, he was. He, he said, I have to concentrate too much to play the guitar. Okay. I cannot sing. So uh, hmm. you will never see him basically singing and, and playing the guitar together. That's pretty cool. Because so many people do. Like I, when, I see a, when I see a drummer who drums yeah. and is singing, that just seems crazy to me. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I think Phil Collins gets slagged because of what his solo career turned into. But that guy could sing his ass off and play drums yeah. at the same time. That's insane. It is. It is. Um, let me play, uh, I'm going to play a song from, uh, this is from Cheap Trick's album called um, Special One from 2003. Uh, the song is called My Obsession. This is about a guy 
who liked to give his victims uh, enemas. It's called My Obsession. <laughs> What I'm realizing when I'm playing the songs that I picked tonight is I, I didn't pick any songs that are, are giving you many layers to the Cheap Trick catalog. I think I've picked songs that are just kind of straight ahead rock songs that I, that I like, but I'm not giving you, I'm not giving you any layers. You're playing, uh, you're playing a Stairway to Heaven cover. You're playing, uh, you're playing um, uh, a country song. You're playing uh, all these different layers of Frank Zappa and I don't think I don't think I'm giving you that. It's but it, but it's totally fine, you know, just don't don't be too hard on yourself. You All know, right. just uh, I'm I'm loving it dearly. I'm not going to beat myself up about that. to beat myself up about. What I what I love about this is um that um I love the drums and I love the mm. the, the clarity of the of the snare, you know, yeah. it just it's just right there, you know. It it isn't it isn't swamped well, Pat, by anything. Pat else. likes drums. I love drums. He's, I don't know if do you've you, known this. You? Oh, no, okay, it's okay, unbelievable okay. how much I love mm, drums. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, your turn. It's my turn again. Play some songs. Okay, I'll do. Let's um, do this, let's, man. Let's do. We haven't played anything. Um, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm I, yeah. I'm enjoying this uh, uh, this episode so much. Do that, you? That you are welcome to sit in that chair anytime you come back. Are you serious? It'll cost four hundred dollars. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Seriously, the next time you're in town. Uh, let's. I'll do this again. Do like a who show? Because let's do do a who show. Because you you both love the who. Who? <laughs> uh, but we can only play stuff from the high numbers. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That, that's good. Um, but this uh, is, yeah, Pat, the next this time is, you're in. I feel very honored. You know, and uh, I'm a very emotional guy. I'm 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 not going to cry. But I'm I you you may get a hug after this. A real man bear hug. German. Well, you bear said hug. Uh, and, and you mm. said that you're like a shy guy, and you're not like. Uh, or is that just when you meet? Uh, big I celebrity? I don't I don't like to bother people, mm-hmm. and I don't like to be bothered. You know, so it's um, so I, I always think you know just just leave them alone. Right. You know, they're they're on the road and they're exhausted. Mm-hmm. So so don't you know? And, and I'm yeah. pretty I'm shy a little bit. You're you not know, shy on this show. No, so probably everybody who listens to this you know knows me goes. <laughs> yeah, right, you're shy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's probably going to be you're there's probably going to be at least three people that will come up That's to you right. after the show and. Um, and want to get your uh, autograph and hug you. You think you think you're, so? You're going like to get three. a you're going to get a fan base of about three people. Oh, that's <laughs> that, that's exactly three more uh, than, than I have now. You know. So, um, what are we going to play? Um, I'm going to play this um, for my uh, good friend uh, Jackie Jackie Wiltz. And uh, so uh, Jackie and I were on the road together. You know, she was. Um, on the road when we did road shows for for Apple, yeah, and uh, she was uh, she was working for a company called Nutmeg, and uh, so they did all the the road show planning and all this. And mm-hmm. this is her. This is she's one of the uh, uh, one of the few females that 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 know Frank Zappa one, wow. and that 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 like Frank Zappa, 
And so uh, it's called uh, Peaches and Regalia from the album Hot Rats. All right. I just love the melody here. You know, the melody, yeah. it's, it's just, it's just, you know, it's, and it, and it gets, um, I'd say I'd label it cute. It gets cuter, um, at, in the, in, in the middle and, and to the mm-hmm. end of the song, you know, it just, it's just a, a, a nice little light tune you know, yeah. that, uh, that I love. And that is for Jackie. What are the, what are the, uh, it, I always feel, uh, again, this is just something, uh, this is, I always think that Frank Zappa songs are all 10 minutes long. There's a lot of there's, there's a lot a, of songs that are long, right? And it, it is, you know. And I tell you what, and I have a passion for for long songs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have uh, for torture never stops, you know. And, and that is uh, twelve minutes. Uh, um, the um, then I love uh, dearly love from Life at Leeds, you know, the Who, mm-hmm. uh, the My Generation medley, you yeah, know, yeah, which yeah. is seventeen minutes. You know, yeah. I just love that because there's so much to discover, and it's just. I'm, I, I, long songs, great. Well, with with live stuff, a lot of times I, it is longer because there, you know, there's more noodling on stage, if yeah. you want to say yeah. that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I feel like his even his studio. Does he have? Is he one of those guys that like one of his studio albums, like a whole side is like one song? Do you have any of that stuff going on? There is a couple of not one song, but there is a couple of albums, you know, where you basically have. Uh, Three, four, five songs on on the whole album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and 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 that's it. So uh, yes, there it is. It is particularly because again, you know, he he engineered the music, you know, mm-hmm. and when he when he found out, hey, there here is something that needs to be in that song yeah. so that the song is complete, not in terms of the story, but mm-hmm. in terms of the composing. Yeah, he did that. He was a great composer, and he was a recognized, a recognized comp- composer of classic music as well. And he was a conductor of classic music. Where did the guy find time to do all this? Not a clue. I have, I have now, no clue. He, um, now, we said earlier he, he passed when he was 50. How old was he? Was he did we say this? 52. Was he 52? 54, 54, I, mean, 50, yeah. I mean, that is so, I mean, he did so much in his lifetime. When, and it's don't, you probably wonder what what would Frank Zappa be doing? He, right yeah, now? he was he was just shy of being fifty three. Wow. Yeah. What would he be doing? How old would he be now? No. Yeah, well, when was he born? Nineteen forty. Nineteen forty. So he would be seventy three, seventy four, or seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah, seventy four. Wow. And he he recorded with the uh, London Philharmonic Orchestra uh, his uh, his composition Yellow Shark. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was he was he was famous for that in a certain in a certain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just he was he was 
he was a genius when it comes to music, you know, just... Did he have any... What were, who were his influences? He sounds like a guy that doesn't have influences. No, oh, he did. Uh, he did have. Um, Edgar Varese. Um, Igor Stravinsky. No, seriously, you know, he was, yeah. you know, and if you if you listen to some of his some of his music, you know, it really was it really was uh, Stravinsky like. Yeah. It was even what's the English word for that twelve tone music that is in uh, dodecaphonie. Uh, uh, so so basically, a classic freestyle. You know, people are going to beat me up for this. You know, me saying that, but it was was constructed very very. Yeah. Uh, don't know how to explain that. Um, so these were his influences, and he had a little influence from jazz, for example, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. from from um, rhythm and blues. So it was it was all from from everywhere. Well, I, and, I, and maybe it's just because of the music I listen to, but I never hear people say that that Frank Zappa was their influence to start music because I don't hear stuff like what he did. I don't hear that. Like people say, oh, David Bowie is my influence, or obviously the Beatles or whoever, but. No one's doing what he no, did. No, no. If you uh, like a one of a kind, like a true one of a kind, true one of a kind musician and yeah. human being, mm-hmm. and he he construct he experimented with music, and he he tried mm-hmm. to have the best tools possible, yeah. and tools being you know the best equipment, but right. also the best musicians. I mean, I mean, look at look at uh, Steve Vai. You know, it just yeah. Uh, <sighs> what would Frank Zappa think of American Idol? <laughs> he, he, would, uh, he would he would hate be, it oh he would be all over it he would hate he'd he'd be writing songs about it yeah he would write a song about simon cowell <laughs> yeah i mean about his hairdo oh just about he would hate so many he would i wonder if he would embrace this i wonder what he would think about how the music industry is now with he, well, he wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have mattered to him because he was always living that yes. independent style. Yes. So maybe he would be. Oh, this is great that people can just click a button and get your music. But it's even. It's even more a travesty today. You know, the music industry. You know, if you look at all that American mm-hmm. Idol and uh, and all of this, yeah. you know, than it has been. Than it has been in the past. You know, it yeah. has. It has. My opinion deranged. You know, yeah. just uh, uh, people being famous for for right. half an hour. There's only probably there's literally probably only two people that have won American Idol that are true have gone on to have true music careers. That would be Carrie Underwood and then I guess Kelly, Kelly Clarkson. Clarkson. Yeah, that's and I can't think of anyone else no. and I'm talking that still makes music and you can hear them on the radio and they still right, yeah. sell albums and stuff. I mean, how many years has that been on? 15 seasons? Probably, yeah. I think there are more because I think they do I think for a while they were doing two seasons yeah. a year. I mean, I know everyone gets a, a record deal, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You know, people have to want to hear it, and I don't think people really... So it's really not... They really don't make... Maybe don't make. maybe Daughtry would be the third, didn't he? Yeah, he did, he did okay. But now he's... I think his success is waned, but he was yeah. big for quite a few years. But um, and that hasn't been that, all. All these names, you know, they have they they're not recognized in at least you know by by me right in right Germany, exactly. Germany in Europe no, you know, nobody no. knows them. It, no. there, there's the same format in uh, TV format in in Germany called Deutschland sucht den Superstar. So uh, which is you know, I would Ger- rather Ger- watch that. That sounds better. <laughs> just Ger- when you say it, German Germany's looking for the for for the new superstar. So that's that's basically that wow. you know, and it's it's. Thousands of kits, you know, it, it runs for ten years now, and <laughs> thousands of kits, you know, applying for this, you know, and mm-hmm. making themselves, you know, just just fools out of themselves, yeah. you know, just just uh, uh, 
and and no one, no one who ever won this, no mm-hmm. one who have ever been second place or third place, have, has gone anywhere. No, it's because they're probably too focused trying to get on the show yeah. and yeah. actually making music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and distributing it. Now, look, say what you want about Madonna, but she came up in the music, and she worked hard and got a record deal and is still a recognizable pop icon. She didn't go on a... If she went on a contest, she wouldn't win it. You know what I mean? She probably wouldn't win. No, because she can't sing. Right. (laughs) No, it's horrible. It's horrible. The first time I I heard her uh, singing was... um, It was in... Berlin yeah. in the um, uh, the 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 Life Aid uh, uh, reunion, uh, <laughs> like like thirty years later yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and she sang Life, and I went, oh yeah, oh this is oh that that's that's not good. No, this is this is this is bad. Yeah, oh, Life Aid. By the way, first Life Aid, July 13, 1985, mm-hmm. my 18th birthday. Were you at Live Aid? No, but... The, <laughs> well, wait, no, the story no, goes nowhere. But, but, no, no, hold it, hold it, right there. hold your horses. So, party at home, uh-huh. TVs mm-hmm. and stereos all, all around mm-hmm. the house, you know, and the garden and all of this, you know, so, yeah. and that was fantastic. That was my 18th birthday, and with all my friends there and all this, and this was, it was amazing. That's pretty cool. It was fantastic. Isn't funny, but it's great. You know, it is for me, you know, it's deep down. I was on my family. We used to go to Ocean City, Maryland for summer vacation. And we were on vacation when Live Aid was on. And um, I kept going up to the condominium that we were renting to watch it. And my mom and dad were so mad. They were like, we're on vacation. What are you doing? I'm like, this is never, this is a once in a lifetime. Phil Collins is flying from London. He's going to play in, in both in London and in Philadelphia. And they're like, I don't even know who Phil Collins. <laughs> I'm like, Led Zeppelin's getting back together for better or worse. You know, but they, they, they just could not believe that I was wanted to stay in the, in where we were staying yeah. inside yeah. on yeah. a beautiful, sunny ocean day. It's but I did. Either, either you have it or you don't. Yeah. You know, just my, my parents, didn't weren't into music at all you know my mm-hmm. mother just a little bit you know my father not yeah. at all and uh so i remember you know my my mother you know when i started listening started listening to uh like like the clash and yeah. uh, I, I, had a, I had a punk face you know and yeah, sex, yeah. But she said it's no wonder you're that bad at school and you're in all this trouble because of all this aggressive english in this in that music <laughs> and i went really really that, that's it that's it not, not all the other shit <laughs> that, that i do things that i'm doing <laughs> oh my god uh, what, what time are we at? How long have we been recording? One forty-six. Well, we've been recording for three hours, but we lost in 90 minutes. Okay? <laughs> uh, I'm going to play one more song, then I'm going to let you play uh, two more songs and pick one that you want us to play out with, like that we'll just play it the whole way out. Okay. Yes. Do you want people following you on Twitter? You want to give out your Twitter handle? Well, I, I have a Twitter handle, you know, and from time to time, you know, I, I, I write some stuff, you know, that mm-hmm. comes to mind, you know, which is at Frank Biernat, and that's B-I-E-R-N-A-T, you know, but that's not very frequent. You well, know, if, you like, if you like Frank on the show today, uh, tweet at him, tell him uh, that you learned a lot, or, or tell him that you could not stand his presence here. <laughs> please do. Yeah, please, please do. I love that. Yes. Please <laughs> never, never, if you ever come to our country, we will hit you in the face. Why did you let the Germans jump in the studio? This is very, this is annoying. Um, so, I, had, I had an idea for a topic for a show. Oh, yeah. well, you, you, Frank, you know that you email those to uh, rocksolidpodcast.com. I, I need to tell you. I need to, <laughs> okay, tell me. The Germans. 
The Germans. The Germans. It's, 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 it's all Scorpions music. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I, no. It's, it, really, it really is uh, uh, rock music, but in German. So really German music, German lyrics. And, and, uh, it's like, like 99 Luftballons. Rock music. <laughs> I don't know if I know any I rock music. I think you said music. music. I'll, send, I'll send you a couple of stuff. But maybe it's not... You're not on into that topic. Does that that, it's just... You're, I can't I, feel the passion I would, of love. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I knew more about it. Maybe that's what we do the next time you come here. No, we're going to do The Who. We're going to do The Who. Oh, absolutely. Right. Uh, let me play one more. Um, again, I don't think I'm mixing it up much here at all. I will play a, I'll play a sappy ballad, though, from uh, 1994's Woke Up With a Monster, produced by Ted Templeman, who produced uh, all the classic Van Halen albums with David Lee Roth. This is a song called uh, Never Run Out of Love. A sappy ballad sometimes. That is honest rock music. <laughs> That's from Rockford, Illinois. That's where they're from, man. That's why I'm going to call you man for the rest of the man, podcast. Man, man. Look, my brother. Look, my brother. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're going to play two more. And the second yes. one, we're going to play the whole show out okay, with. Okay, cool. Let me do some quick uh, business. Uh, follow us at Rock Solid Show on Twitter. Uh, go to rocksolidpodcast.com to read Andrew Rich's show notes. Uh, I do not know who's going to do the artwork for this episode yet, so I cannot give them their uh, their props. Uh, but it looks great. It, it's going to look great. <laughs> Follow uh, Kyle at Kyle Dotson Funny. Eh. Follow me at Pat underscore Francis. Um, uh, just get, you know, like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about us. Uh, go to the YouTube page. We're trying to uh, get more and more uh, listeners through the YouTube page. And uh, just listen to music. Just enjoy music. And uh, Frank, uh, tell us some more about Frank Zappa. And then, uh, and then we'll play out with a with a cool tune. So what I'm what I'm um, and thank you for yes. being here. Oh, it, it was thanks for having me. Thank you for it for donating to dope. to um, Pop Culture Beast. That was very nice of you. My pleasure. And, and to us. And to my, us. Thank you my, for donating to us. And uh, okay, now go ahead. It's, so um, a couple of songs that I that I skipped here. I skipped Montana from uh, You Can't Do That on Stage Anymore. I skipped Bamboozled by Love. I skipped. Uh, Keep It Greasy, Dirty Love, Florentine Pogan, Uncle Remus, Zoo Delures. Zoo Delures is one of the um, most recognizable Frank Zappa uh, uh, guitar tunes. So uh, if, you, if you'd like to listen to that, hmm. one of his signature tunes, so to speak, you know, and uh, um, Dweezil plays that on, on stage as well. And oh, cool. Because, I mean, Dweezil, I bet, he, I bet he plays it now after practicing all these years. He probably plays it as good as Frank played it back then. Do you think? It's he has obviously he has his own style, but he is not trying to imitate. Imit, what, what, he's not trying to recreate and mm-hmm. re-engineer it. He's playing it pretty much, you know, to the let's say to the original. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but but it's but it's it, it still is his own style, mm-hmm. and it's just uh, he's he's breathtaking. He's breathtaking, really. So 
the last two the last two songs that I'm uh, that I'm going to play is uh, one is from um, you can't do that on stage anymore volume three um, and it is a, a satire on a critique um, on the music industry and it's mm-hmm. called uh, Nick Biz and it has one of the my, my most favorite lyric lines of all music ever all right let's hear it Tracks of my tears. Listen, hey, this is it. It's gonna be a big hit with my name up in lights and some custom made tights. All the girls call my name, but it was all just a game. Business, nigga, business. So um, Frank Zappa, Ike Willis, Ray White, mm-hmm. and with my name up in lights and some custom-made tights. <laughs> this is, I think this is, this is fantastic. It's brilliant. I love it. I really love it. I love the passion that you have for this guy. It's, it's, it, 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 it taught me so much about, about everything, you know, and about passion itself. Yeah. And about, about creating stuff and engineering stuff mm-hmm. and getting the right people to do what you want and having the right team yeah. to deliver your passion and what you have and not only delivering it one-to-one as yeah. you have created it, but really, you know, bringing their own passion into this. So it's, it's, it's yes, I do love it. I do love it. So, uh, again, Frank, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you for the the treats you brought. You brought sure. some uh, some cheese and some chocolate. Yes, and um, very stereotype from Switzerland. Well, you know what are you going to do? Uh, and what are you going to play us out with? So I'm going to play out with and and uh, I can't please start from the beginning. You know, obviously, you know, okay. from the 26th, yeah. but from the beginning. Um, this is again from uh, you can do that on stage anymore, but Volume One, and uh, that's called Heavenly Bank Account, and that is about the uh, televangelists. These words you do not hear Your pocketbook just kind of might receive When some man comes along and claims a godly need He'll clean you out right through your teeth That's right, remember... There's a big difference between kneeling down and bending over. He's got twenty million dollars in his heavenly bank account. All from those chumps who was born again. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's got seven limousines. Thanks, he is not.
but IRS can determine where the hook is. It is easy with the Bible to pretend that you're in showbiz. And the one, and the two, and the... They won't get him, they will never get him. Pull on all this stuff that he did. <laughs> it is best in cases like this to pretend that you are stupid. He's not all along the way. Says the grace while the lawyers chew. Oh, yeah, sure do. And the governors agree to say he's a lovely man. He makes it easier for them to Tax the churches. You ain't got nothing, people. Tax the businesses owned by the churches. You ain't got nothing, people.